Welcome to the Empowered Life. I'm your friend, Ern Inyon. This podcast aims to inspire you to create the life that you want to live. If you are not yet a subscriber, be sure to subscribe and get notified when a new episode is posted. Now let's go on with the show. Hi everyone. The past week was a tough one for my family. Early Monday morning, we had to bring my mother-in-law to the hospital as she was scheduled for the operation to remove something in her lungs before she can resume her third chemotherapy. Fortunately, the doctors took another look at it and decided not to proceed with the operation as it is curable through oral medicine. So after two days, third chemotherapy was administered to her. Everything went well. Last Friday, while having breakfast, my wife got a message from her cousin Asa that her mother, our dear Auntie Tet, was having labored breathing. By 8.30 a.m., she passed away. I have, to gre- I have to give credit to my wife for maintaining her composure. She told Asa that we need to discharge first mommy at the hospital. Then we will go and help him arrange the wake. It is also fortunate that my sister Chi was available and able to help their cousin. Auntie Tet was a very endearing aunt. She was always there for her nephews and nieces. She graduated summa cum laude at Ateneo Law School, a judge, a former DTI executive, and an incorruptible government official. I loved talking to her and she was so intelligent and grounded. She had so much wisdom, very generous and kind. You know, I already miss her. I am sharing this to you because I believe death is the second coming. Death is something we all share. It is definite. However, we don't know when it will come. So how do we prepare? Or better yet, what do we need to prepare? Why do I say it is the second coming? Second coming in Christianity is a concept that the future return of Christ in glory, when it is understood that he will set up his kingdom, judge his enemies, and reward the faithful, living and dead. To understand this, let's say Jesus appears in front of us and tells you to follow him. No question. Can you? Can you drop everything and follow him? Many people will probably say, "Mm, um, can it be later? I need to work first to pay the mortgage loan of my house. Many can't leave their jobs instantly because they make good money. Many can't leave their friends, etc. We have all sorts of compromises. When Jesus was here, only 12 was brave enough, were brave enough to follow him. After 2,000 years, it is still tough to follow Christ because of the entanglement we created in our lives. It is tough to let go because we are attached to so many things. But when death comes, you can't say later because you need to pay your mortgage, you need to buy this, you need to do that. We have no choice but to drop everything. So let's go back to my earlier questions. What do we need to prepare and how? I will share to you three steps. 
The first one is identify what is so precious to you. When my wife Wang and I got married 23 years ago, we were all set to leave and settle in the U.S. She was already working as a speech-language pathologist and was admitted in the university in Chicago to pursue masters. You know, at that time, there was huge demand for uh, speech-language pathologists, or even now, even until now. As for me, well, I am an engineer by heart, and that time I was doing software programming. It was always my dream to work in Silicon Valley and be with the best software engineers. At that time, Google was still in the garage and no Facebook yet. So it seemed it was the right decision for us. But when I asked Wang what was her long-term plan, she asked that she really wanted to put up a clinic and serve Filipino children, especially with disabilities. So I asked further that what are the chances for us going back here after settling there? We also ask ourselves, who do we know that after working in the U.S. came back? So just like that, we altered our plans and decided decided to stay here in the Philippines. After three years, we found the trails. At that time, what was precious to my wife was fulfilling her dream. What was precious to me was her. So I gave up my dream of working at Silicon Valley for her dream to come true. So ask yourself, what is precious to you? There is no right or wrong answer. I believe it depends on what stage you are in. You are in life also. But I suggest be very clear on this. Think long term. It can also be your family, work, or whatever. The second step is you need to create a system that allow you to spend more time with what what you consider as precious. When I married my wife, it was clear to me that I was not going to work abroad. As I shared to you in in my previous episodes, my dad was a ship captain. So he was always not at home and we wouldn't see him for years. So growing up, I never felt the love of my father. Every time he came home, I saw him as a stranger rather than a dad. It's sad, really, and I longed for it for many years. So I promised I will never do this to my family. My son will have his father and my wife will have her husband. So earlier in my career, when I was still working in a company, I always wanted to go home early because at 2 in the afternoon, I already missed my wife. So I worked my way to put up our family business so that I can be with her while earning. This is one of the key realizations I made. Now I'm spending my time with my family at the same time growing our business. Currently, my in-laws are staying with us. I told my wife that the the biggest blessing we have right now is that we can be with them, take care of them while doing the work that we love. We don't need to trade our precious time with them. I feel the pain of those who need to leave their family because of work. 
they place themselves in a situation that they need to choose work than time with family. The life you have right now is the sum of all the choices that you made. When you make decisions, consider where it will lead you. If it will separate you from what you consider precious, then maybe it is not worth going for it. If it is precious for you to be with your family and you cannot be with them, you are missing a great deal of life, isn't it? So this is the reason why also we need to strengthen our finances. Come on, let's face it. Most of us are working because we need the money. Especially when you are starting, there are times that you need to work even you don't want to or you don't like the job but it pays good money. When you are in that in this situation, work it out to be temporary. Plan your transition. Many people are stuck in this situation because they never work on their finances. So when the time so when the time that they need to shift and be with their family, they can't. So when I, when I say spend more time with whatever you consider precious, I mean quality time. I love serving my family, my friends, and my country. I am in my golden age, my prime, and I am giving my prime time to the ones I consider precious. That to me is quality. I know a lot of people during their golden age, when they are strong and healthy, they spend their time elsewhere. And only when they are old and unproductive, they settle and go back to their homeland to die. Of course, you can always decide to do this. But this is not, this is not quality time. Especially if you claim you are patriotic and love your homeland. I also don't like in, to be in a position that I'd only go home because my folks are about to die. Be with them while they are still well and active. Not only when they are on their deathbed. If you love your family, give them your quality time, your whole presence, mind, body, and soul. If you love, if you love your country, give it your best self. Don't give it what is left of you. Love and respect should always come together. To give respect is to give your best. When someone precious to us visits our home, what do we do? We do general cleaning, best buy the best food, repair what needs to be prepared in the house. We do all these because we love the person, we respect the person. The third step is empower instead of making them dependent on you. Running a business is like raising a child. When my wife and I were starting our business, a lot of things were dependent on us. But we know at some point we need to remove that dependency so it can have a life on its own. Our dream is for business to outlive us and make a difference to as many children as possible. So we need to empower people, raise up leaders, uplift everyone so we can pass the baton. It is the same as raising kids. Our son is 7 years old now. He is very much dependent on us. We are guiding him introduce him to the tools and resources that he will need because time will come he needs to navigate the world on his own while people are dependent on you this is the this is the best time that you 
that you ask God for grace. Grace to allow you to live long enough to see it through. I believe the formula to a full life is to pursue passionately, but stay empty. If your two hands are full because you've been holding on to your candies, you won't be able to receive more. But if you allow your hands to be empty, you're always ready for God's blessings. So those are the three steps you need to do to prepare before death comes. Always remember, the more you prepare to die, the more you are prepared to live. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please rate and review this podcast and share it to your friends. Until next time, blessings always.